Welcome to ESPN Crick Info Stump My Q. You may have noticed a slight name change. Stump My Q just rolls off the tongue a bit better than Stump Mike IQ. So we continue our round one clashes in this episode. And here's Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman with a refresher of the rules. How the quiz is going to work is it's a simple uh, 10 questions uh, quiz. Uh, we're going to ask five questions on one topic which the candidate chooses, whatever they like, their strength uh, or uh, something which they uh, uh, which is close to their heart. And the other one is a five uh, question general cricket round. If I'm a contestant in the quiz and I'm not, but if I am, I get to choose, say, Ricky Ponting and that works. Absolutely. Anything. You can even choose uh, India-Pakistan 1996 World Cup uh, 40th to 50th over and I'll, I'll set questions based on that. Oh, awesome. That's a, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now tell me, there are 28 of us who are going to be participating in this quiz. So how are we going to reach that one winner? From 28, we're going to make it 14, from 14 to 7 and then we'll have one lucky loser of round 2. And that makes it uh, a quarter-finalist and then you'll have semi-finalist and one single winner. The Stump Mike IQ champion of the inaugural season. Awesome, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now, I have just one last question, G-Stats. In case of a tie, what are you going to do? So, we will have inbuilt tiebreakers. Uh, we have two questions from the five uh, chosen topic to be slightly tougher and every set will have uh, two questions like that. So, in case of a tie, we would go back to see uh, who has answered those tough questions and uh, we'll break the tie. And in case, even if that is equal, then obviously I have tie-break questions uh, uh, to ask, test them on. And one final question, how is the standard of your questions going to be? Can I answer them? Can our listeners answer them? Or is it going to be too tough for all of us? Absolutely not. This is a, a quiz which is uh, also meant for people to learn and understand about uh, the various uh, uh, aspects of the history of cricket and uh, what they're watching. So. Uh, if you don't understand the question, I guarantee you, you will understand the answer and you'll be like, oh man, I just missed it. So on this episode of Stump My Q, hey Gaurav, we have changed the name. Oh yeah, finally. It's <laughs> a lot more better. Yeah, and it's a suggestion from someone known to Gaurav, so thank you for that. It's now Stump My Q. No, it sounds, it, it rolls off the tongue. Anyway, getting back to the intro. From this episode of Stump My Q, we have someone from one coast of India, though probably now she lives on the other. I'm not going to tell you which is which, but if not working on the cricket, she's probably playing the game. Today, to knock it out of the park is Onesha Ghosh! Thanks very much. Yes, I've been moving around the city a bit. Uh, the last time I was in Mumbai was a day after I returned from Australia, from the T20 World Cup. And the same day I had to go to Bengaluru. And after 95 days, I returned to my native city, which is Kolkata. And it's on the eastern side of the country. Okay, now to someone who probably hasn't faced as many troubles as you have. The entire summer though, he's had his eyes on either Manchester or Southampton. Quick, someone needs to tell him it's a test series and it's not the 2020. It's the king of the blast. Here to light up Stump My Q is Matt Rowland! It's got 
I build up. I feel as though you put a lot of pressure on me before anything's already started, Karthik. You guys know the drill, Anisha and Matt. Y'all have picked a subject of your choice. Anisha, which is yours? The 2017 Women's Cricket World Cup. Surprise, surprise there. And Matt, which is yours? Yeah, the last two T20 last season. So, uh, yeah, quite niche, I reckon. Mm-hmm. From both of y'all. So this should be a fun one. Y'all know the drill. Y'all will get five questions each on the specialist subject of your choice. Then it's a general knowledge round with five questions. We're going in alphabetical order. So we're going to start with Onisha in her specialist subject round. We have Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman here with us. G-Stats, take it away. Hi, guys. Good to be uh, back again. And uh, yeah, since you guys know all the rules, uh, don't get... Uh, uh, perturbed by the questions, fairly simple, most of them. The start questions are generally slightly on the tougher side just to make sure we differentiate between the two and we ultimately have a winner, right? That's also uh, uh, an objective. So uh, let's start, Anisha. Uh, fairly uh, s- simple, straightforward question uh, to start off with. Uh, simple one, who was the player of the tournament? Oh, Tammy Beaumont from yeah, England. Yeah. She, she was the leading... Mark run scorer in the tournament with uh, 410 runs, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, maybe this was too easy uh, uh, for you, but uh, that's the way it goes. So that's a good uh, start for you. Moving on to your second question. So players from two teams did not score a century at all in this World Cup. Which two teams were those? Pakistan. Okay. And West Indies. I'm afraid I'll give you only uh, part points for that. Hang on, can I change that? Can I change that? Can I change no, that? I take your first answer. There are only uh, eight teams to choose from. Uh, next time, take your time and then answer. Okay? Sure. It is Pakistan and? Australia. No, it's South Africa. That's... Your next question is, in the entire World Cup, only one match was abandoned with no result. What game was this? Cursory look at the points table should have should give you this answer. I'm assuming you would have done that. Uh, yeah, um, it has to be one of those England games. Eight teams. One of the England games. Um, damn, I'm not able to recall. Hang on a second. West Indies, Sri Lanka, Pakistan. Ah, uh, the Pakistan. The Pakistan. Uh, the first match Pakistan played, the Pakistan-Australia match. Is that the only game which was washed out? Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm afraid it's wrong. It's South Africa versus New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Now for your two tough questions. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think for some people, these have been the easier ones because that's specialist to their topic. So this is the first of your toughies. Who faced the first ball of the 2017 Women's World Cup? Uh, you know the Ch- game? Ch- either Chamari Patu or uh, Nipuni Hansika. Uh, um, uh, well, I think it's Nipuni Hansika. Is that your final answer? I mean, I have no choice because it was the game between Sri Lanka and New Zealand. Um, that was the first match of the Women's World Cup in 2017. And Nipuni Hansika was definitely one of the openers. And I'm going to go with her, yeah. Good job. That's fair to see one point. It is Nipuni Hansika. Your last star question, and uh, to finish your set, who is the only player from India to not play a single game in that World Cup? She was part of the squad, but she didn't play a single game. 
Mona Mishram. Uh, Fred, I kind of thought you will go for her. She actually played two games, I think. The answer is uh, Nuzhat Parveen. Ah, uh, the back of the keeper. She was part of the squad. I think you might have uh, been a bit fast there. But well done. I think uh, uh, it was a, a good performance. And this is usually the average score is between two to three for this set. So uh, good stuff. Yeah, that's 2.5 for Onisha in her specialist subject. Matt, 2.5. Can you beat that? I'm a bit nervous having heard the standard of question there. I, uh, I think Gaurav's going to do his best to throw me a few toughies. Okay, then the last it is for Matt Roller. G-Stats, take it away. Yeah, it was actually one of the uh, difficult sets which I've uh, had to set the blast because there's so much in the blast. There's so many teams. There's so many matches. Matt, simple one to get you off the mark. Again, which team did Carlin Ackerman get 7 for 18 in 2019? This was the best ever figures for by anybody in T20 history. Um, so he'd have been playing for Leicestershire um, at Grace Road, and I think it was against Birmingham Bears. That gets you a one point. Uh, was it really an excellent spell or was it uh, some poor batting? It was horrible. It, I think most of them were caught deep <laughs> with wicket, if I remember rightly. It was all right-handers and they were all caught deep with wicket. Seven wickets and four overs is unbelievable. I doubt that record's going to be broken, but this is what we say for all records, but it usually gets broken. Next one. Uh, again, another fairly simple question. Which team plays a few of their home matches at the Old Deer Park? Uh, that's uh, Middlesex. I went to uh, went to their game against Somerset there last year, um, and De Villiers made it look um, as much of a, a club ground as it is. Yeah, it is a club ground. That that, that gives you another one point. It is uh, Middlesex. They play just two or three games uh, whenever they don't play at Lords. Okay, that gets uh, you with two points. Your next question: In the two seasons combined, which Englishman? Englishman holds the record for the highest individual score. Okay, so let me think. Um, I think Belport was the highest last year, but he's South African. So 2018, um, I remember Finch got a ton, Moeen got a ton, I think Bell got a ton, Bell probably got a bit, I think Bell, Ian Bell. Spot on. Good answering. That was good uh, uh, deciphering by taking your time that Ian Bell is spot on. I thought this was slightly tricky. Uh, nobody expects Ian Bell to score a, a T20 <laughs> century, but he did. So, uh, well done. Now for your two tough questions. Who are the only two captains to have not lost one match also in the T20 Blast in these two years? So, there have been these two captains who have not lost the game. Who are these two captains? Slightly tough one, but let's see. You seem to know your Blast very well, so... Is, is there a minimum on um, no number minimum. of games they've captained in? Okay. No. God, this is going to be tricky. Um, I'll give you 0.5 if you get one right. Dear me. Uh, I'm thinking it's probably two stand-ins. Um, I'm trying to think who would have stood in as Sussex captain at some point. Ah, jeez. Okay, first, I, I'll try Moeen Ali for one of them. And then, okay. Um, um, I'm thinking of like a stand-in for Lancashire or not or someone like that. Um, don't think Mullaney stood in. Don't think Christian will have lost a game at some point. Let's try uh, Liam Livingston. I'm afraid both are wrong. 
Uh, your ah. thinking is right. It is obviously uh, some stand-in captain. You actually got the team right, and I was like pretty shocked you were about to get it uh, right for Sussex. It's Danny Briggs uh, for Sussex Jeez. and Chris okay. uh, Cook for Glamorgan. Wow. Danny Briggs, I wouldn't have put him down as a captain. So, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, your last dark question. This team has had exactly three captains in these two years. One Aussie, one Kiwi, one Irishman. All have played international test cricket. Which team am I talking about? Um, God. One Aussie, one Kiwi, and an Irishman. Walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the payoff though? That's the big question. Um, I think if you get the player, you should obviously get the team. But yeah, yeah, it's very, very interesting. So my first thought was it might be Derbyshire, but it's not because um, they've had Gordon Wynn as captain. I'm trying to think who the Irishman would be. I don't, I don't think it's Middlesex with Morgan. Um, it could be Middlesex with Sterling. I think we might need an answer from you now. Okay, Middlesex. I don't think it is. <laughs> yes, you're uh, absolutely right in your thinking. It is not Middlesex. So uh, you haven't got any of your star <laughs> questions right. It's actually Durham. And they have been captained uh, by Tom Latham, Peter Hanscombe, and Stuart Pointer. So all Pointer. of them played for uh, uh, respective uh, countries. Uh, they don't seem to be like uh, proper T20, as in T20 specialist cricketers, but... They seem to have a name for themselves in the blast. So uh, I think you started well there and the toughies stumped you. So so Matt has scored uh, three. Yeah, without a star question, he started strongly there. He started extremely well and then then a bit shaky towards the end. And you could you could literally see Onisha when he got three out of three right in the first three. Then she had her <laughs> fingers crossed and she was like, no more, no more. But Anisha, that, that puts you in with a very, very good chance because you have 2.5. Matt has three. Matt, of course, will take his general knowledge questions first. So, Anisha, at this point, I'm going to ask you to leave the call for a few minutes. We'll get you back once Matt has finished answering his general knowledge questions. Sure. Good luck, Matt. So, Matt, yeah, you had a good uh, first round. Uh, let's see how you do. These are fairly, I won't, I won't call it simple because it depends on each person, but these are questions which just go with your gut, go with the first possible answer you think. Again, easy question to start off with. One question for you to get up the mark in this round. Which franchise plays their home matches at Optus Stadium? Uh, Perth Scorchers. Perfect. I knew that that was an easy one for you. The second one, I was not sure if you had even crossed 10 by this time, but I'm going to give this a shot. <laughs> Who won the purple cap in the first ever IPL edition? Um, first ever IPL is... Um, I know he got the best bowling figures. I don't know if he would have got the purple cap, but I'm going to go with that. Purple uh, cap Sahel. is, for your reference, the most wickets. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if he got both. Um, I think it might have been Sahail Tanvir at Rajasthan. Brilliant answer there. That is Sahail Tanvir. Uh, uh, that's a uh, uh, good logical way of uh, deriving the answer. That's two on two again. Your next question, another simple one from the history of cricket. Who, apart from Anil Kumble, has taken 10 wickets in innings in Test Match Cricket? Jim Laker. It is Jim Laker. That's three on three. Fairly simple ones. Now for the slightly trickier ones. Let's see if you your star jinx is broken. If it was Jess Cameroon in 2013, Nikki Shaw in 2009, who was it in 2005? I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of a player of the tournament. Um, and I, okay. I, I, my best guess is going to be Claire Taylor. 
good guess you've thought well uh, it's actually player of the world cup odi final not ah. uh, the player of the tournament it is karen rolton let's see if you get your last uh, star question and finish on a high who bowled the first ever ball in the history of the men's odi world cup odi world cup my god um this is going to be some kind of uh, do you know who England. played the match uh, who played the first ever world cup match I, I don't off the top of my head. I think it might have been England-India. Um, okay. And I think India would have bowled first if I'm in the in the right ballpark. Um, let's go with Kapil Dev. You got everything right except the name. It's, uh, it is India. It is Madan Lal. It's a famous <sighs> India. I think the stars have uh, not uh, aligned with you with respect to these questions. But you've done a good job again scoring three. Yeah, I've done all right at sort of whacking the medium pace out of the park, but top quality spin and I'm done. Anisha, welcome back to Stump My Q. Sorry for keeping you out for so long. Matt Roller, in his uh, general knowledge round, has scored, again, three points. So that gives him a total score of six, which means wow. which means it, it's a good score. Six is one of the better scores that we've seen so far on Stump My Q, but which also means that you need to get four questions right, simple as. Whether it's star, whether it's not star, you need to get four questions right in your general knowledge round. And then you go through to round two of a stump mic you. Great. So, Anisha, again, think, take your time and answer. And, um, yeah, I think it, it it's fairly approachable. Your first question, which T20 franchise plays their home matches at the Optus Stadium? Perth Scotches. Perfect. That gives you one point. Second one, who won the purple cap in the first ever IPL edition? Gosh, um, somebody from CSK, was it? Oh, gosh. Mm. Or was yeah, it man. Shane Vaughan? Shane Vaughan is and, the right uh, team, but the wrong answer. The answer is Sohail Tanvir from Rajasthan ah, Royals. Yeah. The next one, again, famous in history of cricket. Who, apart from Anil Kumble, has taken 10 wickets in innings in Test Match Cricket? Taken Only two bowlers have taken all 10. One is Kumble, which all of us know. Who's the other? Gosh, this should be a no-brainer, which I'm totally blanking on. Gosh. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Jimmy Anderson. Oh, no. It's Jim Laker from oh, the God. 50s, though. It's a very famous uh, uh, incident. He actually got 19 wickets of the 20, and uh, he missed one in this, uh, mm-hmm. just one wicket he didn't take. So, Jim Laker it is. Uh, first of your star question, which should be easy for you. If it was just Cameroon in 2013, it was Nikki Shaw in 2009. Who was it in 2005? It's, it's an Australian player, I have a feeling. The women's work of finals we're talking about. Okay, this is not my final answer. I'm just trying to think aloud. Uh, probably Karen Dalton. Probably, probably. Uh, it has to be an Australian player. Karen Karen Dalton is the only answer that my gut says I should be going with, regardless of the results. So Karen Dalton it is. It is Karen Dalton. Good one. The player of the World Cup uh, ODI final. Last question, again, from the history of uh, cricket. Uh, who bowled the first ever ball in the history of the men's ODI World Cup? I think it's Matt's time to start sporting that win. 
I think I would rather have you give the answer away than my <laughs> make the most inane guess uh, possible. So yeah, go for it. Uh, okay, it was Madan Lal who's famous for bowling the first ever uh, ball in the history of the Men's ODI World Cup. Never mm-hmm. mind, Anisha, you did well. You got uh, two uh, questions right, which is a very, very good effort. Yeah, so Matt takes this round. He scored six to Anisha's 4.5, although Matt didn't get a star question right. Gaurav, I have a question for you, and this used to be asked asked to us in school. So, like, Jim Laker is, is, is such a famous stat, right? Like, he took 19 wickets in the match. But what was always asked to us was, who was the bowler who took that one wicket? It was Locke. Mm-hmm. That's right, Tony Locke. So, well done, Matt. Matt, you're through to uh, round two of uh, Stump My Q. Thanks very much. And I think uh, part of his victory could be down to that uh, Arsenal jersey that he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Gunners got to win somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah for a change, he can't finish fourth here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, well done, Matt. We'll see you in round two. Onisha, you were a great sport. Thank you so much for coming on uh, Stump My Q. Until next time, from GSATS and I, Tada. So our first contestant in this matchup of Stump MyQ has Umar Akmal as a Google alert. And as long as it doesn't ping now, he is here to play the game. Well, just one game in fact, but more on that later. This is Daniel Rasul! Welcome Daniel. I'm not sure I deserve that build up, but thank you. Pleasure to be here. Well, you do get a build-up and your opponent does as well because nobody, and I mean nobody at ESPN Crick Info, does dry wit like him. Whether he gets the answers right or wrong today, you know that this contestant is going to make you smile. Or snigger, here to win it all and make us laugh is Vishal <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. I don't know about the quiz, but when it comes to PJs, I might beat Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Of course, you two know the drill and we'll get started. We're going to get started alphabetically, of course. But before that, we're going to have you say what your specialist topics are. So, Daniel, what have you gone with? My specialist topic is one of those rare matches where South Africa actually do hold their nerve. They, It's the 2006 um, ODI, the fifth ODI between South Africa and Australia. It was on a Sunday. It was two matches all in the series. This was the series decider. And then South Africa chased down 434. You know the rest of the story. That, that ODI will be my topic. So let me get this straight. For you, the topic of your choice, while the likes of Debayan in a few episodes ago went with the history of Pakistan cricket, the likes of Isam went with Bangladesh cricket in its entirety, you have gone with one ODI. <laughs> Yes, so I thought you had you have to be a bit more strategic in your specialist subject because there's there's a good chance I get no answers right in the general knowledge quiz. So I thought at least when this when it comes to my specialist subject, I should get questions about a match I actually watched. Okay, so let's see if that tactic works. Now, Vishal, firstly, what do you make of this tactic by Daniel? And secondly, what have you chosen as your specialist subject? Yeah, that's an interesting match he's chosen, Daniel. It's I also remember watching that match, but I remember I watched only the last 10 overs. So thankfully, I didn't choose that match. And uh, I chose Sachin Tendulkar as my topic. It Ooh. seemed the, the easiest one to choose, but now I think it may be a little too broad. 
I picked it because I grew up in the 90s, like so many of us. And mm. uh, also Bharat, our colleague, did a stats piece on 47 stats nuggets. So initially I thought reading the stats piece might make me win, but obviously the questions will be from outside that piece, isn't it? <laughs> it could be the only one who knows the answer to that and the only one who has the, all the questions with him is, of course, our quiz master, Gaurav Sundaraman. Gaurav, Daniel and Vishal, all yours. Take it away, man. Great, guys. The, I'm loving the excitement and... Um, the fact that you've chosen very uh, strategic and uh, superb topics, actually. So, uh, let's get cracking. Um, obviously, the topic uh, for Danyal is uh, the 434 ODI, which is a very, very small topic to ask questions from. So, I made sure I went to the ball-by-ball commentary of Cricket oh. Pro and, and uh, take certain uh, aspects of who was the commentator who actually did the ball-by-ball for us and stuff like that. Uh, so let's see if Daniel can get. I was just kidding about that. I'm not going to ask all those <laughs> questions, but yeah, let's uh, let's start, Daniel. Uh, obviously, an easy one to get you off the mark. Uh, which player won the Man of the Match award in this match? Uh, Herschel Gibbs. That was a very fast and confident answer. That would fetch you 0.5 points because the trick is, I'm surprised you have missed this. It was shared by Ponting and Herschel Gibbs. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, why did they take that- so? Oh, that no. was, take your time. That was a. Wait, you, you. Ah, oh, those are mind games from you because you said, oh, that's an easy question. Oh, yeah, of course. That's as easy as you can get. But anyway, I give you 0.5 for that. Uh, yeah, barely. Moving on. Uh, the second question. So, this particular cricketer uh, at the break, he said, quoting, I'm quoting what he said, I think we've done a good job. I think they're 15 runs short. Who said these brilliant words? So this cricketer is, in my opinion, um, as the time's gone by, become less and less respected. Uh, I think he's one of the greatest cricketers of all time, one of the best all-rounders. But now there's this new fashion where people think he wasn't explosive enough. He didn't take the game aggressively enough to the opposition. And of course, um, uh, this cricketer is the South African all-rounder, Jacques Callis. Oh, amazing. I thought you were referring to Andrew Simons there, but yes, Jack Carlin is, <laughs> uh, is absolutely right. That fetches you. Oh, that settles point. me. That settles me. <laughs> yeah, that settles you. I represented the Royal Challengers Bangalore in 2011, while I represented the Mumbai Champs in the ICL, which is the Indian Cricket League, in 2006. I went on to represent my country in T20Is and ODIs. I played a key role in this particular match. Who am I? Mm, 2006 ICL and he played a key role in this match. He played the IPL, Mumbai Champs. Mumbai Champs and Royal Challengers Bangalore, right? Mumbai Champs is ICL. Is the ICL, sorry. And the Royal Challengers. He played, uh, represented Royal Challengers Bangalore in 2011. I played uh, for my country only in T20Is and ODIs. Who am I? So you have 22 people to choose from. I, there's an initial feeling I have that this is a South African cricketer. Um, it, a crucial role means not necessarily a match-winning sort of role, so I'm ruling out, obviously, people like Gibbs and Smith. Um, I, I have to go with a hunch. I think it's between one of two people now, because I'm not sure about whether they played or their IPS. It's between Justin Kemp and Van der Vath, and I'm not... Oh, who was it? But Justin Kemp didn't really play a crucial role in this match, so I'm going to go with Johan van der Bath. That's how you crack answers. Brilliant. Take your time. Logically, answer it. 
It's a very, very well worked out answer, Danyar. It is Johan van der Waard. Who was the umpire standing when the final ball of the match was bowled? Not the leg side umpire, the main umpire. Hmm. <laughs> well, this is a 50-50 shot now. <laughs> oh, is it Brian Jerling or is it Aleem Dawar? Um, let me think. I'm trying to think of whether there was an LBW or something in a particular over and whether I can work out through that who might have been standing there. Who jumped out of the way when Boucher hit that straight drive that hit Lee on the door? Um, eesh. This is... Oh. Um, I... I'm going to go for, I feel like I might remember Alim Da better if he was standing uh, there. Oh, I'm going to go for Brian Jerling. That gives you one point. So that's again Shoot. well worked out. It is, it's, it's obviously an odds game. You have these two people to choose from. That makes it slightly easier. Your final question for this round is, which bowler bowled four consecutive no balls during the course of this match? Ooh, I wasn't expecting an easy question um, to round this off. He conceded 19 runs without an actual ball being bowled in the 48th over, I believe. And then he came back and only conceded 28 in the over. Um, he also um, hit a cracking um, sweep shot off Nathan Bracken in the, chase, in the chase towards the end. This is, of course, Roger Telemachus. That gives you another one point. Well done. So mad about the match, well. the match thing. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> That was as strategic as you can get. I could stump you only in 0.5 of those uh, uh, questions. So I guess a lot of other content contestants will learn from this and choose a topic like this. So well oh. done, uh, Daniel. That gives you four and a half, which I think is the second is the joint highest in a specialist topic around in this podcast series so far. Extremely well done, Daniel. Like Gaurav said, I think this tactic is going to catch on with the specialist subject that <laughs> but anyway vishal vishal how does that make you feel man it's now you need you need a perfect score to get ahead of uh, danyal at this point oh man i can't make a single mistake not even half a mistake <laughs> then you get tired in this round <laughs> yep 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 so okay so lose. yeah so but vishal your topic is arguably the best and the most famous cricketer there has ever been sachin ramesh tendulkar the five questions of srt to you from G stats right now. So Vishal, I'm sure you read the 47 stats piece, but I think I can assure you there's no question from that. So uh, <laughs> easy one to start with. Uh, Sachin Tendulkar scored his 100th century at which venue? That was Mirpur, Shere Bangla Stadium. Absolutely, that gets you off the mark. Your second question, I think this should also be relatively easy for you. In which mm-hmm. World Cup edition did Sachin win the Man of the Series award? Man of the Series. Uh, 2003, I think, because I remember Gary Sobers gave him the trophy after India lost the final. Well done, that gives you two. How many runs mm-hmm. did Sachin make in his only T20 international he played? Only T20 international? Yeah, a look at his player profile should get you this, and that does get I, you one mark. Uh, it is 10. He scored 10. <laughs> it was the only scorecard to see in his T20I career when I was looking up things. <laughs> you have two more to get. Your first of your star questions. Yeah. Against which opposition did Sachin open for the only time in Test cricket? Oh, open for the only time in Test. Sachin opened only once in Test cricket. Which right. was the opposition? Why didn't you pick a question from Bharat's piece? 
<laughs> this wasn't there. Uh, Again, I just have to make a guess. To choose from, so. Yeah, I do remember that he opened, but I don't remember the match or the venue or anything. So I'll just play. I'll make a safe guess. I'll go with one of the teams he played a lot against, which will uh, be. I mean, I don't know. It could be Zimbabwe for all you know, but I don't know. It. I'll go with Sri Lanka. Good guess, but it's, I'm afraid it's wrong. It's actually New Zealand. Oh. And, uh, Sachin once opened, uh, it was in Baroda, I think, just for a quick declaration or something right. like that. So it was Nasing Dionarain in Tess. Saeed yeah. Ajmal in ODIs. Who was it in Ranji Trophy? Who was the equivalent in Ranji Trophy? So do you know Ooh. what I'm talking about first? Yeah, will I get points for that? Hopefully. No. <laughs> uh, you're talking about the last bowler to dismiss Tendulkar in each of these formats. Perfect. It was Dionarayan in the Test matches and uh, Saeed Ajmal in that Asia Cup match in ODIs. Perfect. So who was it in Ranji Trophy? Ranji Trophy. I. Do you know who he played it against? He. I think he played against Haryana. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what my memory tells me. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's one of my memories. He scored. He played one of his last Ranji matches, if not the last Ranji match, against them in Lali. And who would have got him out? Man, another wild guess coming up. <laughs> Is it Amit Mishra? I'm afraid you've got no, everything right except the bowler. <laughs> it is Mohit Sharma. Mohit Sharma, oh God. Got him out bowled uh, in the last match at Lali. It's okay, well done. You still uh, got three. It's not uh, too hard to catch up uh, this deficit. So, well done, Vishal. Vishal, you will stick around. You've got three out of five in your round on Sachin Ramesh Tendulkar. But you're going to stick around for your general knowledge now. Danyal. At this point, I'm going to ask you to rejoice in your opening round success and take a break from Stump My Q while we okay. finish Vishal's questions. Okay, Daniel's off the call. Vishal, you have three out of five in your uh, after your first round, and you know that Daniel has 4.5, so you need you need a minimum of two questions right to make this a contest. Right. G stats. Give Vishal his five general knowledge questions. Who was the man of the match in the 2015 World Cup final? 2015 World Cup final. Hmm, I remember watching the match in office. That doesn't say, say much. Um, <laughs> has to be an Australian, no doubt about that. And I will go with James Faulkner. That gives you one point. Next uh, question coming up. This is about T20 franchises. Which team plays their mm-hmm. home matches? At the Docklands. At the Docklands. Docklands. D O C K L A N D S. Do you have an idea of where Docklands is? Or? Yeah, and watching the BBL, I do remember watching a lot of matches. I mean, on TV, watching parts of these matches okay. at Docklands. So I'll go with uh, Melbourne Renegades. That gives you another point. Good one. Good uh, logical. That was mostly a guess, I'll confess. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's a good guess because you know you know one team plays at MCG, so obviously and, yeah. it's the other team which has to play. Yeah, that's one yeah. stars. Yeah. Well done. Your next question. So which ground has mm-hmm. hosted the most ODIs ever in the history of ODI cricket? In the history, I remember reading some quiz about it. So. And I have the answer, but since you advise, take your time. I'm going to think about it for an extra five seconds. Sure, please do that. It, it, it helps, it helps. There are a lot of people who answer quickly and then realize that it's wrong. And then... Yeah. After thinking, if I get it wrong, then it's just horrible. <laughs> so, I think it's Sharjah. Well done, that is correct. That gives you... Three points, Oof. three and three. And Thank as goodness. We enter your star question. This looks like a high-scoring game already. I think you need one more to be the all-time high-scorer in the podcast quiz. Absolutely. Oh, so, so far, so far, Vishal, the highest has been six point five. You are currently on six, and you have two questions now to at least reach that mark, if nothing else. Thanks for putting pressure on me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so. One question on recent memory, basically. Yeah. We all watch so much cricket, but let's see if we know something as basic as this. Who mm-hmm. captained Bangladesh to victory in the recent Under-19 World Cup? Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. I have no clue about this. I knew it. Like a lot I... of people, that's why I kept it as a star question, because we all focus on India when it comes to Under-19 World Cup. Yeah. But... I'm sure you know who the Indian captain is. So, yep. But that's not give me. That's not going to give me points. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, I have no clue about this. <laughs> I don't know why some Bangladesh players from older under-19 World Cups are coming to my mind, like Mustafiz and Mehdi Hassan and. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I need an answer, Vishal. Yeah. I don't even know how to make a wild guess <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Okay, I I, I, don't, I think we have to pass you on that. The answer yeah. is Akbar uh, Ali. He was a batsman oh, uh, who did right. pretty well. In the history of Test cricket, who holds the record for the highest individual score in an innings in a losing cause? If you want a clue, I can give it to you so that you can maximize your points and hope that Daniel does not get it up with the clue. Okay, let me think for a few seconds and then maybe I'll ask for a clue if I can't think of anything. Sure. Highest individual test score in a losing cause, right? Yeah. So many knocks coming to mind. Mine, but who lost and scored so many runs. Okay, I'll go for the clue. It's 2003. Who scored in 2000? Well, another wild guess from me. Is it Chris Gale by any chance? I'm just going with a wild guess. Sorry, Vishal. That will not get you any point. It was a very, very famous <laughs> match. It was India, Australia and Adelaide when Ricky Ponting scored 242. Oh, man. 242. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I remember everything about that match. Even the kiss that Ponting blew after scoring the double century to his wife. Absolutely. It looks like here what has happened in both, both parts, actually. The star questions are what have stumped Vishal. Yeah. Daniel, welcome back to Stump My Q. Uh, your round one clash versus Vishal Dixit, of course. Now, the good news here is that your target isn't too high. Vishal managed to score an even three. 
in his general knowledge round. So that gives him a total score of six, which means that in this round, you need two or higher and you are into round two of Stump IQ. Okay, sounds good. Great, Daniel. So let's see if you can continue the form and let me uh, hype it up with uh, uh, what I, what we hyped Vishal also. The highest score in the Stump Mike IQ is 6.5. Who was the man of the match in the 2015 World Cup final? Mm. There was a media storm about this player last year. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he's he from... Supremely confident with your nuggets. <laughs> he's... Uh, surprisingly, I found out there were three people from the tiny town of Launston, Tasmania, who won Man of the Match in World Cup Finals. And, yeah, he's one of them. So, this guy is James Poffler. That gives you one point. Uh, just for uh, the benefit of our listeners, can you tell me who the other two guys are? Oh, I'm actually not 100% sure. Um, I think one is... The guy from who's who won Man of the Match in the '87 World Cup final? I'm not no, sure. David Boone and David Ricky Boone Ponting. And Ricky Ponting, of course. Yeah. Now your second question: Which ground has hosted the most ODIs ever? Mm. I feel like there's an obvious answer, but I wonder if that's the right answer. Um. <laughs> uh, so uh, I would have said, I. I think I still have to say this. Um, yeah, there's a couple bouncing around in my head. I think one of the higher ones is Harare because they host a number of matches there. But I don't think, has it beaten the record? Has it not? Uh, I'm I'm going to go for Sharjah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. That gives you the win. That yes. is uh, <laughs> Sharjah. That's two. Now... You can go for the kill to get the highest score on Stump Mike IQ and challenge all the others. Okay, Which team see. plays their home games at the Dockland Stadium? The Dockland Stadium. Um, who? <laughs> I don't think I know. I don't think I have a clue. But given that the pressure's off, I could have a guess. Um. Oh wait, does this have to be? Does this have to be an international side? No, this is a, a, a hmm. T20 franchise. Yeah. Okay. Um. I somehow have the feeling that this is in New Zealand, or am I wrong? Um, I'm going to go for, or, no, Otago. Let's do this, Otago. Docklands is in Melbourne, and it's the Melbourne Renegades who play ah. their home games there. Mm-hmm. Who captained Bangladesh to victory in the recent Under-19 World Cup? Oh, I knew this a month ago, and I've forgotten now. Um, whew. I, I was actually covering the Pakistan-Bangladesh test match on that day, so I just got back home, I think, it was in, I was in Islamabad, Pindi covering the game, then I got back and watched the final 10 overs where Bangladesh looked like they might stumble, but they got over the line. But no, I'm going completely blank on the name, I don't even think I can think of a name from that side now. Um, oh, oh, I, I'm going to pass, I have no idea. It is Akbar Ali. Now for your last star question, who holds mm-hmm. the record for the highest individual score in a test innings that resulted in a loss? So obviously it's not one of the very high ones. It's not Lara or Hayden or Lara or Sobers. Um, I wonder if it's any triple centurion rate. So I have to tell you this. So I did give Vishal a clue. 
and mm-hmm. uh, i will be giving you the same clue so that you have the benefit of answering it with the clue the clue i gave him was it happened in 2003 2003 was the year that he didn't struck that 380 obviously but no that's not it um it did vishal get this one <laughs> vishal didn't get this one but he got the first three so. oh okay okay i'm just about to get over the line of um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um is I I don't know I feel like it's one of South Africa or New Zealand um I don't know um is it Stephen Fleming 274 I remember he scored once I'm just going to go for him I don't think that was 2003 though for sure He did score against uh, South Africa but the answer yeah. is uh, Ricky Ponting against India at Adelaide okay, this is no solace Vishal but if you must know so far this is the highest losing score that we have had and it's not a losing score i mean 6 or 10 is damn 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 incredible i just scored in a losing call so i'm up there with ponting oh yeah <laughs> ironically i didn't know ricky ponting twice <laughs> i didn't mention ricky ponting <laughs> so congratulations daniel uh, commiserations vishal this was the closest round one clash that we have had daniel goes through with a score of 6.5 Thank you both for joining us on this week's Stump by Q. Thank you guys. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you. Vishal. Pleasure to play with against you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy the celebration of that half a point, Daniel. Well <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye bye.